家好，我是电商读书会的 Lydia， 欢迎来周三十五分钟咖啡的英文咖啡馆，喝一杯老师们的本周主题特调，一起探讨国际文化、时事、职涯、网络和音乐等多元主题，轻松吸收主题相关的词汇、惯用语，还有常见例句。那大家今天很欢迎来收听电商读书会跟通勤学英语的合作节目。我们今天想要来聊聊的是 MBTI。我是电商读书会的 Lydia。那我们电商读书会主要是针对数位电商和数位行销等等的议题 podcast。方便请这样跟我们电商读书会的听众也一起打声招呼吗 ？Of course, Lydia. Guys, you are now tuning in to Fifteen Minutes Cafe on every Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to Fifteen Minutes Dot today. Today is one of our special features with 电商读书会 And of course, whenever Lydia and Keria is in town, we are going to talk about something networthy. Quick hello and shout out to our friends over at 电商读书会 Hello, you guys, and please stay tuned for the rest of the show. We have very interesting discussions coming up. So, Lydia, today you mentioned something that really took me some time to absorb and digest. You mentioned MBTI. And interestingly, I have to tell you, I know about this from way back. Okay, I actually majored in psychology with my、oh. bat in my bachelor's degree. We came into contact all these different personality tests. So MBTI, it's not very new, but it's becoming super popular. And when you brought this topic up, I thought, wow, you know, the good old days when it's fun to talk about, you know, how people are when you're discovering a little bit more about yourself and what kind of person you are. So Lydia, starting off, do you know your MBTI? I don't know how to call it English actually, but my personality is, I think it's called 主人公 Oh, interesting. Do you know how to say it in English? Do you have the four letters for me? Because I have a chart here that has all the names. Oh, so we will also cover that quickly. Okay, for everybody. So MBTI personality test has sixteen personalities, right? And when you do take the test, you end up with four letter words. Well, not exactly a word, a four letter combination. And those four letter combinations, I'll get into a little bit more detail after Lydia and I share our. MBTI personality traits, and then from the four letters, there are multiple combinations, and from these combinations, you sort of have a sense of direction of who you are. All right, so Lydia, what's your four letter MBTI personality trait? Okay, so my four letter is E N F J. E N F J. Here on the chart, you are a giver. A giver. The giver is goal oriented. Is charismatic and open-minded. Okay. <laughs> so you tend to give. You have you goal-oriented. You are very charismatic and you're open-minded. And guess what I am? I don't know. I think your first letter. E O I. A lot of people like to guess E O I. Oh, I guess you are E. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No, you are、uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you I thought you would be E. That's what most people say. So. I am ISFJ. ISFJ is also called the nurturer. Nurturer. The nurturer. Yes, ISFJ, the nurturer. Love working with people. I nurture people. And the three traits here,、uh, in summary, is humble, sensitive, and tough. 
And I think most of the listeners would wonder, if you know MBTI, if you know anything about MBTI, you know, these letters would tell people kind of who you are. And then, you know, it's a great conversation to have over a beer or over coffee, right? Oh, what are you? You are ENFJ. I am ISFJ. And, you know, so on and so forth. You would get into these discussions. But what do these letters actually mean? So very simply, the four letters represent the four different dimensions. And then for E, it's either E or I, okay? So it's the the dimension here, it's introversion or extroversion. So you are either an introvert, means in, means you don't like to social with people, or extroversion, means you love socializing with people, you, you love working with people. That's the first letter, either E or I. And then the next letter, you will get either S or I. Lydia, what do you think the S and the I mean? Uh, I think S might be like sensitive. Oh, very nice. Sensitive. And what about I? Uh, intuitive. I don't know. Ah, there we go. You got it. Bingo. Round of applause for Lydia. So the S is for sensing. Okay, so you are sense-based. And then the I is for intuition. That means you follow your heart. Not your senses. Mm-hmm. So that's the S, the second letter, S or I. And then the third letter, it's either T or F. Okay, so the T stands for thinking, and the F for feeling. Very easy. So you, you either a thinker or you're a feeler. I think that's kind of easy. And then the last letter here, you are a J or a P. It's either a J or a P. I think J, I know, is like judgmental, right? Yes, judging. So you're more judging. All right. Um, so here, that's not cool. I think judging is a harsh word. It sounds like you always judge other people. Maybe not. But your decision making is based on judgment. Like you trust your judgment. Okay. And whereas the P is for perceiving. You perceive. Again, it's more based on feeling, not on rational judgments. So, of course, you guys, it doesn't make a word. When you put all the four letters together after the test, it doesn't make a word. So, for example, if I am ISFJ, it's not ISFJ. It's not a word. It's not an abbreviation. It's not an acronym of anything. Okay? So, it's just the four letters of four dimensions of determining in different contexts what kind of person are you? In those contexts, how do you make decisions? How you react? And of course, we will link the charts and all these links down below for you guys so you guys can reference yourself. If you don't know MBTI, we will also uh, give you guys a link so you can go take your personality trait test, okay? And find out a little bit more about yourself. All right. So coming back to Lydia, your ENFJ, you are a giver. How do you feel about that? I think it's pretty close, I would say. How close is this assessment of you? I think I really enjoy being needed. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. So no matter what it is, for example, like someone consult my thought, I am very willing to share because that makes me feel I have value. Ah, loving to share. You assumed I am an... And I assumed you are an introvert. But it's actually, for both of us, yeah, we think in reverse. That's really interesting. But what makes you feel I am an introvert? Because I spoke to you earlier and, you know, from the couple of times that we met up, yes, you love working with people, but it doesn't look like you are that 
much of an extrovert. I've seen <laughs> other ladies like they you can see from far away they are extroverts. You know, they talk kind of loud and you know, they have this when they talk to people, they have this glitter in their eyes and they wave their arms around and you tend to be very calm. Okay. Yeah, you're a little too calm. You know, when you talk to people, you don't have too much excitement. You're usually more laid back. So I thought you were more introvert than an extrovert. I think you make a good point. Even like there's an introvert and extrovert in like 16 personality, but it still have like different level. For example, even I am the extrovert, but I am more close to the introvert. That's why you might feel like, uh, are you the extrovert? Ah, I see. So Lydia, what you're saying is there's a spectrum still, right? You're on a scale. You're on the spectrum. Yes. So that's the very interesting thing about MBTI as well, because most other personality tests or horoscopes, there's very little of a spectrum. Then, you know, when we talk about horoscopes, like um, I am an Aquarius, and a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, you, you are like an Aquarius. And it's sort of not giving me room to say I'm sort of half Aquarius, but I've got traits of maybe Sagittarius or other horoscopes. It's not like that. It's if you are Aquarius, then you behave like an alien or you think out of the box or something like that. I get a lot of comments like that. Yeah, I think like when people talk about Zodiac, they don't have a choice. People will be assigned to a specific Zodiac based on their date of birth. MBTI is based on the answer you give the system. So they were based on your answer to identify like what type of person you are. And we all understand when we are growing up, our thinking, our thought will change it. So the answer you give to the system might be different. Take myself as an example. Five years ago, I also took this test, but the answer is totally different. Do you still remember what you were? <laughs> I think in Mandarin, it's called 表演者. How does it call it in English? The performer, ESFP. So you are on the creator column. And this column says, for the performer, uh, you are indulgent, spontaneous, and approachable. Five years ago, because of my work, I am more uh, working in the marketing. Need to be very creative. And like really... Very spontaneous. Yes. You need to give answers on the spot. Because I am ISFJ now and the nurturer. The three traits here says um, humble, sensitive, and tough. So the humble part, I I don't know because us being Asians, we, we were taught, I guess, at a, a very fundamental cultural level to be humble. So I don't know. Uh, sensitive though, I think it comes with age because there were a couple of questions where they ask... Would I cry if I see somebody else cry? And when I was much younger, I wouldn't. And now at my age, I sort of sympathize and empathize a little bit more. And then the last trait here says I'm tough. Do you think you are a tough person? Mm, in my decision, I don't know. What do you think? Label me. Go ahead. I, I think like sometimes <laughs> you will be a bit tough for work. I think it doesn't mean you are very bossy, but... I mean, like you are treating the things very seriously. And when you know the direction, you will insist and like keep doing the thing you believe it's right. Our last conversation when we met up, we were talking about consistency. So maybe that gave you that idea. You know, to be consistent, you have to be tough. You have to be, uh, maybe tough is not a, a very appropriate word, discipline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Right? Discipline. You have to be more disciplined, not so... Not like tough on other people, 
but more like maybe tough on myself and be could more disciplined. Be, could be. And of course, when we talk about MBTI, well, actually, what I want to say is when Lydia and I discuss all these issues, it has to be something related to internet. So MBTI is not the focus today, guys. So what's happening in the internet realm with MBTI now? Of course, like MBTI is very popular this day, but the key point we want to talk about today is this day. I thought of like seeing a new business opportunity through the commercialization. Well, MBTI it's free. You can't commercialize that. <laughs> In this day, because doing business is very competitive. One key to the brand success is understanding customer needs and providing the product or service that align with their values. Oh, now thank you for putting two and two together because now it kind of makes sense. Because from the marketer's perspective, we also want to know more about our target audience, and if we can pinpoint what they are caring about. Yes, what is in their inner nature. The thinkers, the nurturers, the givers—what do they care? What is their core value system? What is their core concerns? And that way, we can market to them better. Today, maybe we can talk about two examples. First one is accessories. Accessories, like female accessories. Yes. Male accessories. Yeah, like jewelry or like bracelet, earring. Fashion accessories, fantastic. So, how do you tie MBTI with fashion accessories? Probably you're already very familiar with some communication about if you born in April, then your lucky jewelry will be diamond. Oh, like your lucky stone or your lucky charms. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got, it, got, got it. it. Or, for example, for your horoscope, right? For different horoscopes, they'd say I'm Aquarius, so. My lucky gem is the amethyst or something. I have to buy the rock to boost my energy <laughs> yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, what I see this day is the brand, some of the brand, especially accessory brand, they already understand the pattern about how people will buying the things they feel related to them. So instead of like keep using a uh, zodiac to communicate with their customer, they are start using MBTI. So for example, uh, they will tell you if you are this type of personality, then what type of the jewelry might suit you will boost your energy. Oh. Right, so you are the giver, right? So that accessory might have something to do with giving, or it might have E F E N F J engraved on it somewhere. Is that how they're doing it, or are they designing something fancy for the giver, the, the nurturer, the defender? You know, all the different traits. Many different type of way to communicate with the customer. One type is connect one specific jewelry or To this type of personality, so they use this type of jewelry to make a necklace. Even though every necklace is same, but they use let's say sixteen different type of jewelry or stone. Got it. So maybe that jewelry, that little accessory on the necklace, is a little hand, and then it's for the giver. And then like the maybe the nurturer, it's like a baby's cradle, right? For the nurturer, I can wear that. As my bracelet or my necklace or my earring, and then if you are the the performer, you will see I, I don't know uh, an artist, a painter, or some sort, a dancer, 
right? A dancer character that they can make to suit the accessory. You know what? It sounds like Pandora. <laughs> it sounds like Pandora would do this. Lydia, what do you think about this? Yes, it's becoming quite popular. Yes, people are using MBTI and making more connections to their target audience through MBTI. But do you think it's a gimmick or this is something that really sells? It's a way that the brand packaging something like... A different product line. If you have a product line for MBTI, you can separate that and that would suit a certain audience. Yeah, I personally, I don't really feel what kind of product will be, you know, like a must-buy item for the customer. It's more like how marketer can find out the new opportunity to connect with their audience and boost the sales. So do you think people who are into MBTR, are they the older crowd or are they the younger generation? What would their age group fall in? I believe it's the younger generation. The, the much younger generation, right? Try, people trying to understand themselves. Like people my age, we don't need to understand ourselves because we pretty much don't need don't have time for that. <laughs> and I see like so many uh, young generation, they will even put what type of uh, their personality on their Instagram's profile. Oh, yes, I've seen that too. I've seen now that you've mentioned it, because in their profile, they would have the four letter. Isn't that more Tinder, not Instagram? I think that's more Tinder, right? I'm not using Tinder, but I saw a lot <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. I was wondering, what if I put ISFJ, you know, MBTI ISFJ on our 15 minutes profile? I wonder if we would get more fans. <laughs> you know, the reason I found out more and more people are putting that on their profile is because like Dian Shang Du Shui also have an Instagram. So welcome to follow us. So, you know, like every time when someone follow our Instagram account, I will like check their profile to kind of understand like what type I do too. yeah what kind of person what type of person will be interesting on our content so that's why and that's the way I found out like so many people now they are putting their personality on their profile okay so Lydia when you say the younger generation you belong in that crowd okay don't try and pretend you're much older than you are so <laughs> Fine, you should add it on your profile starting tomorrow. And then, you know, I, then we <laughs> like know. Pretending I'm like early 20, yeah. No, you are early 20s, right? <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not. You just graduated. Come on. Yes. With that I baby face of yours, degree. you just graduated. So Lydia, you said you had, that was the jeweler example. And then you have another example for us. What's the other one? So... There's a bank, they segment recommendation based on the MBTI personality test. What? Can you link financial product to MBTI, to the type of investor you are? So this bank, I would say they are really smart and they notice the popularity of the MBTI. So they are kind of like teaching their salesperson to... Yes, analyze their client based on their characteristics. Oh, because you are the nurturer. So you should take out a 30-year loan, take a long, long, long loan. And because you are the commander, so you should buy mutual fund. And then because you are the giver, so you should uh, do something CSR. The smart thing is, you know, like sometimes when we heard about loan, when we heard about financial product, 
I don't know. I always feel like it's very far away for me. And very risky for me, my age, risky. You know, any loans don't borrow money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I risky maybe, but for me, I was like when someone called me and tried to explain to me about what kind of product they have, I am always like, I don't understand what are you are you talking about, and I don't understand like what the differences between each product. But using the personality test can easily making these things safer and easy to connect to the customer. So that's the smart part. Okay. So, for example, there's less hard selling. You mean from the sales side because you're moving towards when you go through MBTI, when you take the survey, and then you realize what kind of investor you are, what kind of financial instrument suits you. You can communicate better with your financial advisor. So you, it brings you closer. To the advisor, or else it'll be a hard sell from the financial advisor saying, "Hey, you know, because of your age, because you are female, because of this, because of that, so I recommend this." And it's still very distant to you. Now, to soften the idea and to bring it closer to you, they use MBTI as a tool of communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. But how professional, though, do you think this is from a financial institution perspective? You know, would that improve their image, or would this be something only useful for, like, let's say, beginners? Uh, for the beginner. But another thing is, it's also a way to open the communication for the salesperson or consultant with their client. So think about it. When you ask your client about like, uh, how many house you have or like, how many income you earn, if you start the communication from this, it's a bit. I don't know. It it doesn't let me feel very comfortable if you start with this type of question. But if you are start with like a BTI, that might be something easier or icebreaker. Yes. Hmm. Good point there. So, in your sales pitches, this could be a good icebreaker for sure. And it obviously for marketers to analyze your target audience, MBTI is also a great tool. You put them into little avatars, right? So, I never knew MBTI is so versatile. That is super cool, Lydia. A quick quiz for you and our audience. We've talked about MBTI for so long for this period of time. What is the full name of MBTI? Hmm. Lydia, don't answer it. We will leave it for our listeners for next time. You guys, please. What is the full name of MBTI? You're welcome to write to us via email, ask15mins at gmail.com, or in our Instagram post, or wherever you find us. Just write to us and leave us a comment about what is the full name of MBTI, and we will give you a shout out in the next episode. Okay, so guys, throughout the year. If you notice MBTI being used commercially by brands or by marketers, remember to send us a link and tag us on Instagram or Facebook here at 15minutes.today, or you're welcome to tag 电商读书会 as well. Right, this is an interesting one. I definitely will give this a try. Give me three months, and I'll tell you if I'm still the nurturer. Thank you guys for joining us today on talking about MBTI and the commercialization of it on the internet. If you'd like to get our additional contents, the study notes that we create, please do join 
our membership program as a VIP member, you will be able to get our extended study notes and also transcript for today's show. Thank you for having me. So. 就是 for Tony 学英语的听众，如果就是对我们今天讨论的内容有兴趣，那我也很欢迎大家可以来我们电商读书会听听看我们平常分享数位趋势、行销或者是电商薪资相关的内容。那我们今天的节目就到这里了，谢谢大家，拜拜。So it's over and out for me and Lydia today. Thank you very much for joining us. We will see you next week, same time, same place on Fifteen Minutes Cafe. Goodbye, you guys. Bye bye. bye. bye.